Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of The Hustle with Chude with Ebuka. <laughs> yes, we're here going to be talking about uh, the legal profession, but not in the way you think we're going to be talking about it. Looking at lawyers who find it really easy or comfortable to delve away from the industry and uh, blend into other sectors of, of, of work and career. Um, Chude is here. How are you doing, Chude? I'm fine. Is this weird that you are not the one? It is always, it's always weird. Even though I've done it a couple of times, yes. always weird. But it's a good thing. It's, yes. it's a great thing. So this is a very interesting um, conversation we're about mm. to have. And we're, talking, we're going to be talking to a, a couple of people who yeah. are, uh, do I call them lawyers? Lawyers. Who studied law. Well. Whichever way you want to look at lawyers. it. And, you know, have delved into other, other fields. Yeah. Um, what do you want to get out of this? Why did they choose to study law? Why yeah. did they decide to leave the profession? Yeah. What does the law still do for them, I guess? I guess that's it. But also to give younger people who are watching the show a sense of where they are going with law if they are studying it, yes. or people who are trying to make career choices. Because there's a lot of young people who enter into law with a lot of conceptions. I don't want to call them misconceptions because a lot of ideas, this will change my life. This, and then when you go to MBA conference, the lawyers have a different, <laughs> you know, law students and lawyers have different ideas of what this Come thing in. is. Yes. And so for this, that's why it's also a mix. Most of them have not been practicing recently, save for I think one. So it's to have a conversation, what is the reality of living life as a lawyer? Especially because law, law engineering, and, um, and medicine are still the ultimate for Nigerian parents of a generation. So it's to have a realistic conversation for a cost, a, a field that is so important, yeah. you know. Why did we do it? And how is life with it now? Does your life really change? when you study law, or is it just a well-sold, you know, just like, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's a good way to, to get into, into getting, getting the guests here. Can't yeah. To get into this. Those people who are going to be here today are huge fans of them. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Let's pick your brains when we come back. <laughs> but I don't want to go around quickly because um, whenever people ask me, so why did you study that? You know, what was it that even made you go into this since you're not you know, practicing? Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting for me because I always go back to the fact that, you know, guidance counseling is one of the biggest voids, you know, in our educational system here, but that's another topic. Mm -hmm. you know, I finished secondary school, I had no idea what I was going to do. Still, mm -hmm. at that stage. And then I said, okay, First of all, I don't know maths. I didn't know something that wouldn't let me into anywhere. <laughs> yeah. or anywhere. Mm -hmm. But I was also conscious of wanting a title, barrister. <laughs> you know, law just sounded interesting to me. Yeah. That was it. That was literally why I went to study law. I had no interest in the course. Wow. I had no, nobody telling me why I needed to study. But I kind of fell in love with it when I studied it. And, you know, it, it's evolved to where we are now, which is what we're going to go into later. But just very quickly, what made you study law? Okay, as for quickly as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I like the promise you made. Yeah. You know, when we finished secondary school, like me, because I've always talked 
I call myself a child of the two because TV literally raised me. That's why I learned to speak English, you know, so many things about me. So everybody just assumed that because I talk a lot, that would be the fit for me. So it wasn't even a choice I made for myself. It was a choice made for me. The only thing I was required to do was pass my and pass jam. I didn't even feel my jam for I don't know if there was a place to sign it. So this family that did Yes, my sisters put law and that's how I found myself studying law basically. So it wasn't really about what I liked. So half of the time in school I just coasted. Because I was I can be an average student, but maybe if I really, really enjoyed it, I could have pushed beyond the average. So I was just okay, you know, coasting and just following and do what everybody does. And cramming when you and get to cram and just do my thing. I think that's how I just you know my own story basically. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I was a bit different. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I came out of school and I took a gap year. And I was thinking about going to university in the States. Um, and the real reason I didn't go to university in the States was I'd worked out that you couldn't get a professional degree in the first degree in the States. So I'm like, man, if I go to the States, I have to do first degree that I go to another thing. In like seven, eight, I have like seven years, man. I'm like, no, I'm trying to get to real life. <laughs> so that was really my whole thing. And so I said, okay, stay in England. If you stay in England, Law economics. So I got into like five universities for law economics, and I got into Bristol for economics. But I was thinking, man, my entire soccer team from my school, out of eleven of which I was captain, eight were going to Bristol. So I was like, if I go to Bristol, I'm just going to stay in my same circle I've already been in for ten years. But at Warwick, all the Nigerians are there at Warwick, and I really didn't know any Nigerians. So I said, Look, let me just go to Warwick. And meet Nigerians. <laughs> I was actually here because I was intense. That was, no, I'm telling you. I'm testing. That's how, yeah, that's how I started law. That's not interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I always wanted to study law. So, mm. <laughs> as a child. Finally, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just law. So, I wanted to study law and I wanted to be a TV presenter at the same time. Mm. And I didn't know how I was going to be able to marry both. And I've been told several times that you have to choose one or the other, you can't have both. And in my, when I was done with my secondary school, I was so confused. I, I had my jam form. I didn't know what to feel. When I, I think there's a part of me that also studied law to fulfill my father's subtle childhood wish because my father always used to call me barrister, Ibama, lawyer, Ibama, because I used to argue a lot. And my father passed. So I feel like there's a subtle part of me that did that to honor him. But I also knew that I wanted to be a lawyer and a TV presenter. So when I was confused and I didn't know what to do, my mom then says, you know what? You can actually be a TV presenter without going to get a degree in mass communication. How about you go do law? You can't train, you can't rehearse to be a lawyer, right? Go do law, come out, and then if you decide that you want to practice law, fine. But if you decide you want to pursue a career in TV or on TV, go ahead and do that. And that's exactly what I did. So I went, did law, came out. At the time I was in law school, I thought, nah, this law school is too hard. I have to practice law. My law can't just waste. <laughs> but then life happened. I came out and I found myself on TV. So so I feel I'm disappointing people because I wish the next person actually wanted to study law, but we are back to send that <laughs> because what it was was, I mean, my grandfather was a lawyer and so my parents always wanted me to study law um, because they would say when you read constitutional law, one of the first cases you would read is Jidoma versus Ambrose Ali. Yeah. And so they thought it was a, so my, I think my, fam my family, made that a really big deal. <laughs> and I said, to be honest, if you got... Excited. If you got yeah, excited. Um, so, but I said I wasn't going to study law. But when I came out, I wanted to do mass comm. 
And then my parents said, and then my, so they, 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 they knew the way to get me to do it. So they sat down at the round table in the house. I can never forget and say, you know what? You can be a journalist without studying mascom, but you can't be a lawyer without studying law. <laughs> so give yourself options. Do you understand? So study law, and then you can go out and practice journalism. And if it does you so much, then you can have a master's in journalism because you can do that. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, okay, this is a pretty reasonable argument, and that's how I entered into Tocha. <laughs> Why did you want to study law? Did you love the law? Yes, or I did. did you just, oh, great. Oh, finally! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Why? I mean, I wasn't forced to study law. I just, um, so like, I think I always say this every time, whenever I'm asked why did I decide to study law. Um, so I grew up in the Magege area of Lagos with my parents. And um, so I think one time we're coming back from home and um, I think a bike man hit someone. And it became more of jungle justice, you know. They all just rallied him up and then, you know, they did their normal thing, you know. And just felt like it was a normalcy for most people, you know. So then I was like, this, this isn't normal, you know. The way we always see some things that are not, just like seeing a policeman, you know, carry like gun on the road seems normal to most people here. Shouldn't you know? be. So I'm like, this shouldn't be normal. And then I told my dad I studied law. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, you want to study law? Are you sure? So it felt like I was doing something wrong by saying that. He kept asking, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. So said, okay, fine. No, you can study law. And then luckily enough for me, when I was done with, um, with my secondary school, um, they opened a university in my hometown, AKT, Afebola University. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. I mean, we just find a way to make sure you're good. I'm like, no, that's not the way I want to study law. This is like one year, you know. Um, up on establishment and I'm like, fine, just go there, try it, and then see. Because I didn't even think I was going to, you know, pull through Follow to the end, through. you know. And then I, I did it, and you know, they were pretty much super proud, and they always shouting, "The Lord, the Lord." Yeah, the that's Lord. pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> like that so yeah, you, so you've also come out, and you are still sort of practicing law. Yes, I am. Even practicing. if you're an influencer and you do things around, you know, the yes, entertainment circle. So, um, what, how, how's that working? Um, so the good thing about my practice area is um, I've been able to find some sort of equilibrium. Right, so I run a law firm, which is basically a startup advisory law firm for creatives. Right, so either you're an influencer, you're an artist, you're a producer, whatever it is, you know, you're an entrepreneur in general, you know. So we're able to help you, you know, ensure you have compliance when it comes to, you know, corporate areas, you know, taxations, and every other thing necessary to help, you know, protect you being a startup or a creative. So that's yeah. that's the best part of my area of practice, you know. So I've been able to. That's very interesting because yeah, I mean, you were you were new. talking you were talking earlier back in the day about how you know. The law is different now from what it was in 1990, even with regards to fields you can go into. And it's interesting because um, the NBA president, when he was running for office, um, um, yeah, had mentioned that one of the things he wants to change is this sort of heavy emphasis on litigation. You know, with the profession, it's like if you're not, a, 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 you are not a lawyer. You know, even with getting becoming a senior advocate, yes, it's, it's almost impossible if you're a corporate okay, lawyer to ever become one. And it's like, why? I mean, yeah, if you're an academic, you have to have written a gazillion books, and it's almost like an honor. Okay, take. Join our community. Listen to the full podcast on Patreon or Apple Premium. Link is below, or just search for with today.